When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcast Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jamie, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Another day being a great president, another day battling the fake news at a great press conference. We're doing tremendous things. The corona is scared. We have it on the run. We're going to defeat it. We're going to defeat it very quickly, very strongly. And I feel, uh, I feel, you know, I feel great except for the fake news. Of course. And I want to welcome all the new Mapigas aboard. And uh, if, if you don't have iTunes, you can listen to us on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you're not following us yet on social media, it's at Trump Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And if you go to Facebook, it's Making Podcasts Great Again on Facebook. Now, Mr. President, the coronavirus, it's running your life. You're trying to stop this. I call it the invisible enemy, trademark pending. <laughs> the invisible enemy. Now, Mr. President, did you hear at the Bronx Zoo? A, a tiger was recently um, infected with corona. Sounds like uh, Joe Exotic didn't pull out. I don't. Joe Exotic is in is in prison right now, Mr. President. You know that Joe Exotic is is in prison right now. I, I, well, maybe you know what? Maybe Kanye and Kim want to stop by the office, and I can get him out. I, I don't think they want to get. Uh, Joe Exotic out of prison. I don't think this is what I'm... I'm a, the thing is that Joe Exotic could not commit the crime that you are alleging that happened. I don't well, think who says it's to, Excuse me. Who says it's a crime? Maybe he just loved the tiger in a very deeply passionate way. I don't think anyone had sex with the tiger, if that's what you're insinuating, Mr. President. Well, okay. If, you know, I, you know, we'll look into it. We'll see. There's some people who might... Uh, they might have different information. Well, I, I don't understand. In, in the Bronx, the Bronx, it was closed. And so it was I in the Bronx. It was in, we call that, it's actually, its official name is El Bronx, which is Spanish for teenagers with kids. <laughs> I don't think that El Bronx is Spanish for teenagers with kids. What I don't understand is I don't think anyone had sex with the tiger. The thing is that the zoo is closed. You have the zookeepers around. They don't say anything about the zookeepers getting corona just about this tiger it's a big mystery well I, you know what I, I think excuse me i think that having you know i had a golf property in the bronx so it's you know it's uh i know the bronx very well i would tell my driver to drive very quickly through it so i've uh i'm familiar and uh as far as the bronx zoo i think what may have happened is you have uh tremendous amount of puerto rican mexicans in the bronx and puerto rican mexicans Right. In other words, they're from the Puerto Rican section of Mexico. And they I, are, excuse me, 
I, I, I never heard of the Puerto Rican section of Mexico. Well, it's it's kind of like, you know, have you have te- people from Texas that they call themselves Texans, but they're also Americans. So they're from like the Texas portion of America. The Puerto Ricans are simply like a different. They're like a, they're like the flashy brand of Mexican. And with the flags and the uh, on their the roof of their cars. And is that what that is flashy about them? Yeah, there are flags very- everywhere. A lot of the Mexicans, they're more humble, but the Puerto Rican Mexicans are a little more flashy. And I think what probably happened is, you know, the coronavirus showed up in the Bronx and probably got scared, if we're being totally honest. I think it was probably nervous. I think it was, you know, not comfortable around the Bronx. And it uh, it looked and saw the tiger and ran to the tiger for protection. And I think that was probably actually, that's why it's a sneaky enemy, because it's it's a smart enemy if it, you know, if it's kind of knowing what to do in that situation. So you're if I'm me, in the Bronx, excuse me, if I'm in the yeah. Bronx, I'm running behind a tiger if I see some Puerto Rican Mexicans coming. So that's why it's a tough enemy. That's why it's a smart enemy. And that's why we've got to have our, our best people uh, like Mike Pence to stop it. So you think coronavirus is, is hiding in a tiger because he was scared to face, as you say, the Puerto Rican Mexicans? Well, box. you know what? I think that makes sense. I think ever since Frosted Flakes, obviously tigers are a great, great animal. They were the cereal, you know, they were the cereal animal. Okay. You never saw lions may have had like a movie, but they never had a cereal. And I think that tells you how great the tigers really are is that they are, they're the king of the cereal jungle. Uh, it, it, it's, it, it's a possibility, but I, I don't think that the coronavirus is smart enough to run away from something and hide in another thing. I, I don't think viruses have brains, but it's, um, well, we're looking into it. Because it's a it's theory. Very tough. It's been a very tough enemy. One we're going to beat, of course, one we're going to beat, but it's, uh, it's tough and we gotta, we gotta be tougher and smarter. I, I've really been enjoying your, your daily press conferences, Mr. President, very engaging, very captivating. I, do you think you should be putting on like a show every single time during a press? It's a lot of showmanship. Don't you think it should be about facts and making the American people feel safe? Well, it is about facts. It's about, you know, people want to be entertained, you know, like sometimes in. There's an actual statistic that when we have terrible economic times, people like movies. They go to the movies more when there's bad economic times. But we don't have movies because of this vicious, invisible enemy, trademark bending. And so we have to do better than that. If you could stop rustling the papers while the people are uh, listening, that'd be great. And My apologies. We have apology not accepted. And what we need is we have great people who want to go to the movies, but they can't go to the movies because our great theaters are closed. So I feel... Not only am I the commander-in-chief, okay, I love that title, and I'm the healer-in-chief to give people comfort when they're feeling bad, but I'm also the entertainer-in-chief because now that we don't have movies, that's where people often go when they're feeling bad. I'm giving them, like, the total package. They're getting, like, military like leadership and healer-in-chief leadership and great R-rated movie entertainment every time they tune into a press conference. It's it's kind of a beautiful thing, if 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 you know, if you ask me. But Mr. President, you, there was a press conference last week, and uh, they were talking about the model 
uh, and the lines of uh, where the virus is heading. And they showed a whole model of how the virus peaks and how it it declines when it's taken care of properly. And when right, that was they were talking, up, they were talking about the curves of the models. And I said, I've I've had sex with curvy models. Is that appropriate, Mr. President? Well, it is appropriate. Okay, it's very appropriate. It's sort of the most appropriate things you could say because they're hearing about all these charts and feeling very upset. And then I say, but I also, to cheer you up, you should know that I've banged a lot of models as well. Not, a, not every model is a scary thing about disease. Sometimes it's a very pretty lady that lets you, you know, do stuff to her. I understand that, Mr. President, but why would that make everyone else happy that you? Excuse me. Do you, say do you ever watch porno? Do you ever watch pornography? Yes, I don't get happy do you, for the person. You don't. You don't watch it and get happy. You, no, you get watch, happy what do you, for what do you, the person. You get sad. You get no, sad when you watch. Well, you're not having the sex, but I assume you get a little happy while you're watching it. That's I do, what I was not, trying to give. That's what I. I'm the soft core porn star in chief. That's what I'm trying to give the American people, a great, beautiful vision to take their minds off of the horrible coronavirus, the invisible enemy, trademark pending. I don't, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think the American people tune in for these press conferences to hear about your sexual escapades. Right, it's called a bonus feature. So it's like the, the Patreon version of your press conference? Well, you could say that, except they're not even having to pay for it. It's more like they bought the DVD, and now you can see, like, bonus features or the Blu-ray. Maybe it's the Blu-ray now. It might be the Blu-ray. I was very surprised to hear this. Um, I think it was today or yesterday, you had a phone conversation with uh, former Vice President Joe Biden to talk about uh, the state of the country with the coronavirus. Can you tell us any details about that phone call, any information that you haven't um, told anyone about yet, something exclusive for the podcast? Well, I'm not going to share the details, the exact details, because they're very important, special details. But Joe was very uh, pleasant. I'll give him that. You know, he's a he always comes off as a pretty nice guy. So, like, you know, Joe Biden was pleasant and then he proceeded to share like some of his terrible ideas like helping the poor and helping you know blue collar people and these like weak ideas and then i think he just started drooling for like 12 minutes and i, th and I think i heard him fart <laughs> the thing why is it so bad helping out the poor and helping out small businesses isn't that what really keeps this country going no, of course it is in in theory but we want to help people help themselves and Joe is helping them become, you know, Joe Biden's, which is sleepy people who just have like a nurse, like a Jamaican nurse help you be president. It's like sad what's going to happen to his presidency. He's going to get wheeled out there by some big Jamaican black lady who's going to like, you know, just read the speech for him and say, Mr. Joseph, it's okay. You're Mr. President now. And he'll go, huh? What? Jack? And it'll be sad and it'll be a very bad presidency and it'll be called it'll be called the home health care aid in chief because that big black woman is going to be the one running the country if he gets elected. So it's a sad thing. And we 
We don't want it. We don't want it. That's not the country we want. We want a great president, a strong president, and that's what I'm going to do for at least another 12 to 16 years. 12 to 16 years now. How, how many terms are you shooting for now? Well, that, that would be five terms if we get to the full, you know, four plus 16. Five terms. You, you think you can handle that? I think I could handle 12 terms. I just don't want to. <laughs> okay. I didn't know you could handle that that many terms to president is did did uh vice president biden give you any kind of any kind of information that you might use or um advice that you might take yeah he said that he prefers to double ply his depends <laughs> and i said that's gross sleepy joe go away did he in a conversation about the coronavirus, he was telling you about his depends. I highly doubt that, Mr. President. Were you on the conversation? I wasn't. Just seems like a very strange thing to bring up. Well, you don't know presidential candidates and you don't know sleepy Joe Biden, but he he tends to say weird things. He had a lot of weird things come out of his mouth. So that was one of them. Were you cordial with each other? Were there any disses going back and forth, any battle raps, or you guys nope, kept nope. it clean? Very, it was a very cordial conversation. He had a lot of bad ideas, but he was nice about them. So we weren't, we weren't too upset. We didn't get like uh, yelling at each other because, you know, he has terrible ideas and he's a, he's a sleepy Joe, but you know, that was okay because he was, he was, he was kind and he was like well-mannered. So it was like, you know, he wasn't rude. So I couldn't get too mad at him because at least he was trying, but he's, you know, he's terrible. How long did he talk for? And why did you take this phone call with him if you weren't going to listen to him? Well, I listened. I listened. I listened to his terrible ideas and confirmed that they were terrible. And then that was that. I, but it was, you know, it's called being presidential. Like he's going to be the nominee and it's, we're still, you know, he may be a Democrat American and I'm an American, but they're, you know, Democrat Americans are like almost the same as Americans. And we should uh, try to you know, against the, the invisible enemy, trademark pending, we should try and be together sometimes. Now, Sleepy Joe, there are rumors that, and, and some people are saying that, that, that Joe Biden is in early stages of dementia. Speaking to him, I know you're not a medical Early stages? What's late stages? Dead? <laughs> So you, you, do you agree with uh, these rumors swirling around on the internet that he is in maybe not the early stages of dementia, but he does have dementia, and that would be uh, you'd be putting our country in danger, putting him in charge? If we put Joe, sleepy Joe Biden, in charge, we would be in such great danger. We would not have. We need a super smart, fit young guy in the office, not an old fogey like Joe Biden. I understand that. So he wasn't helpful at all. There, there's a relative of yours who I'd like to talk about, and that, that man is Jared Kushner, who really makes me angry and lots of Americans angry, what he pulled this past week when he said that these states were in need of ventilators like New York and he's holding on to these federal supplies like like he is some Don of the Mafia 
and we have to bow down and kiss his ring in order to get ventilators so people can stay alive. In hospitals, doctors are making choices between having two people die and one person have a ventilator. Why wouldn't he want to help these people out? Well, I actually think that's a great opportunity. Um, you know, he, I think we could turn this into like a reality show. We call it like the ventilator games. Are you comparing it to like the Hunger Games? You want people to fight for their lives for a ventilator? Well, wouldn't that be great? Because remember the Hunger Games, who won the Hunger Games? A hot blonde. So that's how I would like to see this play out as well. Maybe Ivanka wins the ventilator games and she gets, you know, she gets a ventilator and everybody else is not so lucky. But Ivanka is not sick. You need people who have COVID. Well, actually... I'm saying an Ivanka type. We find a hot blonde who has coronavirus and we like try to see if she wants to win. Are you casting sick people for this show? Is that what you're doing right now? Well, I mean, it's like, I think it's, it would be tremendous ratings. Everybody's talking about Corona. We need new content. That's what I always hear from like the Netflix people. We need new content. It would take place in, only in a hospital, the ventilator games? And how many contestants would there, would there be? Well, you'd have to probably, they, you know, the people would complain if you didn't get a couple of sick blacks to be on the show. So you get a couple of sick blacks. You get like four or five hot blondes. You get, uh, you know, you kind of sprinkle in the, as they call it, diversity. But then at the end of the day, it's the, the ventilator games, you know, the, the blonde offers her breasts as tribute and, uh, and she wins the ventilator. And it's kind of a great idea. And you're, of course, the man who receives tribute. And maybe just to be nice, just maybe to be nice, maybe we pick all healthy hot women who have sick relatives. So they want to win the ventilator for the sick relative. So now you've been given it this like, you know, emotional kind of component to it. So now you can probably have hotter contestants because they're all healthy, but they have sick relatives. So I think it's a great idea. I mean, you did create and host a successful reality show. So maybe you're onto something here with the ventilator games. Well, you know what? It's going to happen. Mr. President, I don't think the ventilator games is going to happen. I don't think it can happen. It is a great idea but I don't think it would happen. Not very PC in our country. Well, to have a competition when a giant pandemic is going on so you can film a reality show. Think of how excited and desperate the women would be, though, to get that ventilator. You'd <laughs> see reality contestants like you'd never seen them before. I mean, <laughs> we're talking tremendous reality show talent. And, you know, maybe you find out like, hey, look at that. Halle Berry's grandfather needs a ventilator. Well, you know what? We've frozen your accounts because we're the federal government. So now the only way you can get a ventilator, Miss Berry, is if you, uh, you know, come pay tribute to Trump. <laughs> Mr. President, some, some awful news. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been infected with the virus and they actually moved him to intensive care. Does that worry you? Does it make you nervous? How do you feel about this whole situation? Who? Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of uh, Britain, British Prime Minister. Well, I don't know him. I don't know him, but I, you know, we don't wish this on anybody, obviously. Britain you guys is. resemble each other a little bit, though. You guys could be cousins or something. Gary Busey? You mean Gary Busey? No, I mean Boris Johnson. 
Well, I don't know him, but I uh, I wish him well. I think he's uh, probably a talented guy. If he's running, uh, would you say Hungary? If he's running, no. Is there, oh, he's the British Prime Minister, England. Queen, it's Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth. No, She's a no, tough he's old not a, lady. He's not a queen. He's a prime minister. It's different. No Diff- queen. Different I thought position. It was, I thought it was the ass queen, not no queen. Dairy no, queen. Just... I could go for some Dairy Queen right now. You you like Dairy Queen, don't you? Well, you know it's okay. It's no Carvel, but you know. Fudgy the whale. So you you have no feelings about I don't the prime I don't minister. I don't have uh, black Carvel characters. Sorry. <laughs> that's it's kind of it's really messed up, Mister President. It's fudgy the whale. It's delicious. You're well, missing out. you know what? You know what? He's a uh, he's a BBC. He's a big black cake, and I don't uh, <laughs> I don't like it. No. Mr. President, I I was I wanted to see what you thought about this as a as a, a weekly segment or maybe every other week. We've been getting a lot of uh, ratings in for uh, the podcast. I think the podcast ratings are up to four twenty right now. We'd like to That's reach five hundred next wa- week. We got to get to five hundred, but four twenty is not so bad. I got to say, four twenty is a great number. You like four twenty? You know four twenty. It's, I believe, it's a heroin thing when they like have fun and do heroin. So it's, no, it's sounds like no. a lot of fun for the kids. It's it's marijuana, Mr. President. It's not heroin, but we did get some some great reviews coming in every single day. And I chose as one review. It's the review of the week. Do you like this bit? The review of the week. Well, we'll see. If it's a nice okay. review, then maybe we'll like it. And if it's a bad review, then maybe uh, then maybe we don't like it. It's a five-star review, and um, it's from uh, Iowa Liber is the person's name, so let's give them a shout-out. And it says, hilarious, with an emoji of the smiling, crying face. You know the emoji I'm talking about? The laughing to your tears. No, it's not an eggplant with a splash. It's actually a smiley face with with the tears rolling down, you know, like you're, you're laughing so much you're crying. You know what I'm well, talking about? You know what? I don't know what that's about. That's a weird emoji. Okay. Well, it says, I'm a 59-year-old woman who gross. found this pod. What's gross? Oh, there's more to it? You're saying she's 59, she's gross? Well, I'm. she might be a nice person, but 59 is like a 59-year-old woman. You might. If she had said 69, I might have said, well, that's a good joke. I like that. A good sense of humor. But 59, it's... You know, it's just like, uh, well, you know, maybe she's a nice person. So she left a review. We'll be nice. I'm sure she's uh, a lovely lady. I'm sure, well, she's, you, I'm sure she's great. Don't you want to hear it? She's very nice. It's well, right. are you going to read it or are you going to keep like sitting you, there? You interrupted me with saying gross after I said not even the first sentence. Well, yet, I didn't so interrupt I, you. You stopped. I was just simply making commentary. Okay. You ever have the DVD commentary where they play the? They don't stop the movie; they just do it. Okay, I'll I'll just I'll just keep going then. I'll keep going. It's called podcast commentary. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay, Uh, I'm a 59 year old woman who found this podcast through my 28 year old son. I'm worried about my immune system because of the pandemic, and I've been looking for laughter. I'm laying in bed last night listening to episode 100, and I'm shaking the bed. I'm laughing. I like to hear that. Wait, she's shaking the bed. We like now. I'm now. I'm listening. <laughs> Shaking the bed. I'm laughing so hard, literally crying. 
He literally has Trump's narcissism embedded in his brain as a comedian to be able to do this. This podcast should be prescribed by doctors. Well, I like that. I like the last part because I think we should probably market this. We can make it like a, you know, like a prescription drug. It can be the new oxy. We go, hey, come here. Come here, people. Go get your Trump pod right in your veins and, you know, hopefully you'll be toothless and giving us all your money. So we could do that. I like that idea. But the, uh, I don't know about this comedy. I don't know what she's talking about. Like the, she's saying it's funny. This is an incredibly, this is like a serious podcast. Okay. No, Obama had no podcast. No I Obama understand. podcast. I get it. No pada. That's what we call him. Cause he was Obama, but it was no podcast. Well, you get it. I but it. she, uh, I don't know what she's talking about. I mean, we appreciate the five stars. That's a nice thing, but I don't know. I don't really see the humor. Okay. Well, some people find humor in this podcast or, you know, some things that are funny to some people aren't funny to other people. You know how that goes. But she she really enjoys the podcast. And we we recently had President, former President Obama on the podcast last week, which I was very shocked that you guys actually got along more times than usual for all uh, the Patreon patriots. Uh, you guys got to listen to that episode, and we have other guests coming in. Plus, we have um, your movie review show, Rotten Oranges, right? Rotten you Oranges, really- not, no relation to Rotten Tomatoes. It's uh, We're going to review Invisible, The Invisible Man, okay? It's about a woman, which is so that it's kind of misleading. It's called The Invisible Man, and it's about a woman. And I'm surprised the libs and the feminists haven't complained like, oh, it's the star of the movie is a woman, but they they make it all about this invisible man. And it's I would be upset if I but I guess nobody really, really cared. Um, but so we're reviewing re- that. We're going to review the invisible man, which is a premium. OK, it's a premium movie because it's got taken out of the theater. So now they're charging you to rent it for twenty dollars, which is like. A huge cost. So I know some of the people, the Patreon people probably have that money because they are great people. They are, they are Patreon, call them Patreon patriots. But the Mapigas, the poor Mapigas, might not be able to afford the review the, or the movie. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, if you want some extra bonus material like interviews with President, former President Obama, I know uh, Huckabee Sanders may be coming on and some few other guests. Plus, we have your movie review show. We have prank phone calls. We have bonus episodes. There's a lot of good stuff on there. So if you enjoy this podcast, join the Patreon. We have two levels. We have BGMP at $5, and we have Ivanka at $6.90. It's patreon.com slash MPGA. That's patreon.com slash MPGA for bonus content. It's basically double the amount that you're getting. You get one episode a week. You get about seven or eight a month. So join it. Thank you. Now, Mr. President, it's peak week next week. Have you heard of peak week? Uh, I have no idea what peak week is, to be honest. It means that the virus is going to peak the highest this week, and hopefully people stay at home. It's a beautiful thing. We got sweeps week for the virus. We're going to be... We're going to be doing tremendous work then. It's going to be lots of... You know, the people love this. There's going to be lots of murder. We're going to have death. We're going to... We're actually going to be doing uh, 
longer press conferences with more ma- all new material, and we're going to bring out dead bodies. Okay, we're going to bring out dead bodies with the coronavirus, and uh, you know, just to, to up the wow factor, as they call it in TV. Just going to parade them around. Corona sweeps week. That's it. We are doing it, and it's going to be a uh, pretty tremendous. In body bags, right? No, no, no. Like out. Like we're gonna like we're like gonna drape puppets. Them. Weekend at Bernie's. Not weekend at Bernie's. More like uh, more like uh, you know in uh, the slaughterhouses where they have the pigs hanging up. It's gonna be like that. We're gonna like dangle them from the ceiling, and we're gonna you know. <laughs> So it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be tremendous ratings. The ratings are going to be like through the roof and it will be educational. Also, it will get people to, you know, do the right thing and not want the coronavirus uh, or else maybe you'll be, you know, upside down naked on national TV behind the president. <laughs> I don't see what's so funny. This is a, a killer ratings idea. And it's also going to be very, most importantly, very educational. Uh, I sure hope you don't do this, Mr. President. Now, there's one one last piece of news. These religious leaders, a lot, especially um, <clears throat> people these head of these mega churches, and also a lot of these Orthodox Jews, they're still gathering around in droves, and it is not healthy for our society. They well, they shouldn't be. Virus. They shouldn't be gathering in 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 groups. They who's they, that? Oh, the Orthodox. They smell. It's a very smelly group. You ever walk by one? They wear the suits and the beards. It's like they, you know, they smell. You know, like in the summer, they're like the Amish, you know, they, it's like you ever heard of deodorant or a short sleeve shirt. And so we got to we got to stop them from gathering to protect uh, our people and our, our nasal cavities. But you think uh, these Christian megachurches, oh, they should to- if they want to go to their great house of faith, they should be allowed to go to their great house of faith, their worship place. Don't you think it's a little double standard? I was a double standard. Well, you're telling these the Orthodox Jews to stay home, and you're telling these Christian megachurch people to. No, go I'm out saying and- I'm not saying they should stay home, but if when they gather in places, you know, it gets kind of funky. And, <laughs> so you're just saying use deodorant and cologne and shower. Yeah, like if they're willing to do that, then then by all means go to your your place of worship because I don't want to stand before you, and you're a false non-Christian god. Well, that's understandable. Mr. President, on Twitter, we put uh, some questions up today. Oh, yeah? Did we put up questions or did we ask for questions? Well, we put up a question today. And it was any any questions for the president. That is a question, right? That is not a question. It has a question mark at the end of it. Well, I have to talk to my social media people because that's really not a question. Okay. I'm going to go through some questions from the fans. Well, it's not okay, actually. It's okay. actually not okay. It's not okay if I ask questions right no, now? No, it's not okay. I'm going to talk to my social media people and be like, why isn't there all caps and an exclamation point instead of regular font and a question, question mark. mark? Okay. It's not proper branding. Okay. Well, this one comes from Curtin Charles. At Curtin and Charles, did you ever expect to have to fight three virus outbreaks at once? China virus, coronavirus, and COVID-19. Well, to be honest, I didn't think it would happen in this manner, but I'm, we are fighting three tough viruses. I call them the invisible enemy, trademark pending. 
And what's important about it is that through the 80s, I got through the 80s, never wore a condom, and never got chlamydia, gonorrhea, or AIDS. So I know how to defeat three viruses at once. So we're going to do it. We're going to do it strongly. We're going to do it with great toughness and also with great compassion. Next question comes in from Ellen Jank. At Ellen Jank, how do you stay so healthy during this stressful time? I'm impressed with your vigor. Well, let's, you know what, I, I don't know the race of, what's her name, Ellen? Yeah, Ellen, Ellen Jank. Well, I don't know her race, but Jank. I'm surprised she put the hard R on vigor because, uh, you know, is she talking about Ben Carson? It, that's how you spell vigor, Mr. President. Well, and now you're using the hard R as well. So I, I guess this is your last episode. Um, Kanye may have given me permission to use it, but he did not tell you you could use it. Uh, I would say that it's a simple, I, I have healthy, fresh McDonald's every day to keep my strength and to keep uh, great nutrients. And then um, per our contractual obligation in the prenup, Ivanka, excuse me, Freudian slip, melatonin, <laughs> melatonin, my, uh, my, my uh, you know, shipping container bride, uh, she takes care of me in stressful departments uh, per our agreement. At HB Levin, did you consider nuking Wuhan in January? We considered very strongly, actually. We were very powerful talks, and we opted at the last minute not to, but we were going to. And what, why, why didn't you? Well, it just seemed like the wrong time. Um, it, I don't think it would have solved the problem. It would have been more of just like a, you know, like a, like a, like a hate fuck. It would have been more like that, but it wouldn't have like brought us any closure or any, it wouldn't have stopped the <laughs> virus. The last question comes from ad underscore Jim B. Why are you against mail-in ballots when people are trying to protect themselves from coronavirus by staying indoors? If they allow mail-in ballots, then every everybody who just wants to stay in and you know do different things like watch BET or Telemundo or CNN, they'll be able to vote so easily. And we can't have that. So I want you to get your voter ID. I want you to proudly show it to the people. I want you to wait online for nine hours to prove that voting is very important. And then I'm happy to let you vote if you can do all that. But if you just want to vote like it's like it's a basic right, I mean, I think that's wrong. I think it's wrong to treat it like it's just some sort of basic right. It's a very strong privilege, and I think you should be very grateful for it and show your gratitude by, like, standing online for 10 hours and getting an ID and missing work. And that's how you know it's important. And only the people who truly care will do that. And that's so, who I want voting. So it's a privilege to vote. It's not your right to vote anymore. It's a strong privilege. Understood. Mr. President, thank you so much uh, for joining us tonight, answering fans' questions. We really appreciate that. Uh, again, you can check me out at my OnlyFans page. <laughs> You can check him on his OnlyFans page. It's called also, Patreon. If you love the podcast, you can listen to us on iTunes. iTunes, we're on Stitcher, 
iHeartRadio and Spotify. That's four different places you can listen to us. Also, if you enjoy the content and bonus episodes, interviews with former presidents, prank calls, movie review shows, patreon.com slash mpga, patreon.com slash mpga. Also, follow us on social media at TrumpPod on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook, just throw in Making Podcasts Great Again. You will check that out. And on uh, Twitter, JL Colvin, check him out, J L C A U V I N. And on Twitter and Instagram, J Nog, that is me, J A Y N O G. Mr. President, any parting words? Well, just that uh, everybody should really be tuning into these press conferences because it is peak sweeps week at the Corona, it's Corona sweeps. And it's going to be crazy what we do because I am only getting more and more completely unhinged. <laughs> but uh, hey, everybody, it's JL. I'm exhausted, so I'll make this very quick. Um, please give five stars to this episode, uh, to this show on iTunes. And thank you, everybody who has become a, a vocal and enthusiastic supporter, and even the people who are just supporting and aren't vocal or enthusiastic. Keep spreading the word. This is really our year um, for this show. Um, we, we would obviously like to peak, you know, headed into like July, August, September. Like we, you know, this is a podcast that obviously had made some people happy dur- during this time, but it's also, it's, it's the ideal year for this podcast. So hopefully you can uh, spread the word if you like it, get a friend to subscribe. That would be awesome. We now have, you know, thousands of subscribers. So uh, if each of you gets one friend to get into the podcast, if you like somebody who, if you know somebody who's just likes humor or hates Trump or whatever, anything in between, and they might like it, encourage them to listen and give it five stars as well. Um, I have one other podcast uh, in my own voice, which is the Righteous Prick Podcast, Righteous PK, which is on iTunes and Spotify. So check that out if you want to hear me speak more in my own voice and say slightly less offensive things. <laughs> and, and other than that, uh, Jay, anything? Um, just keep listening. Appreciate everyone. And uh, I'll be doing the quarantine newlywed game recording on Thursday. will be up this weekend, Friday and Saturday, on Instagram and Twitter quarantine newlywed game. Uh, that is it. That's all I got. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate you. God help us all. <laughs>